Welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Hey there, beautiful human being. Happy podcast listening moment. (laughs) So I wanted to come in here with a quick little potty pod um, and have a little chat about something that I have found really fascinating that you guys might be able to use in your life. This has come from an observation um, in my life, being an empathic person. You guys actually might you, some of you might be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Some of you might hear what I'm going to say and be like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense to me. Um, and I just encourage you, if you have clicked on this podcast, you're listening for a reason. And um, just allow yourself to be open to use this in any way that serves you. So what do I mean by collective energies and um, tapping in and out of collective energies? And so I find as an empathic person and like I, if you go deep into your human design, then I think that you can find out like if you have like an open center or um, not so open center, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but the reason that I am sharing this is because I've really noticed over the past few years being an empathic person when there's like world events or certain times when there's a big collective of people kind of feeling a certain thing, I got really affected in a a positive and in a not so positive way. So what do I mean by this? Um, when, um, and I can get like really pulled into things because being empathic, um, but you guys can use this in your life. And so I'm going to talk about like the not so positive first, and then we're going to get into the more positive sense. So when I say the not so positive sense, things like the pandemic, I remember, um, for the, uh, when the pandemic was really starting, like in March of 2020, um, there was like a couple days we were in Bali at the time and there's this holiday, um, in Bali, um, cause the Balinese are very religious and, and their, their, um, religion is so beautiful. It's Balinese Hinduism. And it's, it's completely unique. It's not like, um, any other Hinduism within the world. And so they have this day called Nyepi, um, and it's in like the middle to end of, uh, March and 
in 2020 kind of happened to fall kind of in line when all of the panic around the pandemic was really starting to build up. Um, and Nyepi is a day where the entire island shuts down, like literally the entire island shuts down and you're not allowed to leave your home. And there is, I, I think it's for the non-tourists, they have no electricity. Um, but I think for like, that's in the regular homes, like they're not allowed to use the electricity, but we were able to use our electricity, but you're not allowed to go outside. You're, um, you can go, you can be outside in your, like, if you have an Airbnb or a home, but you can't go in the streets. Like there's literally like police that are in the streets to make sure people stay inside because they believe that Nyepi, this is totally, this is totally random, like little tangent, but I think it's really fascinating. They believe that I think it's like the spirits wander, bad spirits wander the streets, um, on that day. And so they make everyone stay inside to stay safe. But it's such a fascinating day because Bali is a very loud place. Like there's just a lot of commotion. There's always something going on like 24 hours a day. Like there's motorbikes, there's dogs, there's construction. There's a lot happening. It's a very busy and abundant place. And so it's a really bizarre day because it's absolutely quiet like other than basically like the birds and the dogs barking like you don't hear anything which is so crazy and because the island shuts down for the entire day you well you know you want to make sure that you have food at home and stuff like this and so there was this one day the day before Nyepi and everyone's really rushing around and I was really feeling this massive anxiety and part of me was like I sometimes have anxiety and I'm like this isn't mine to hold do you know what I mean? And so I was really tapping into the collective energy of anxiety around the pandemic and, you know, even amplified in Bali because it's like we had that day where we had to like get all of our stuff. So, you know, we weren't stuck at home and starving for a day. And so I found that that was really overwhelming. And there was a lot of times probably during the pandemic, I mean, we're all dealing with our own emotions, but there was a lot of collective energy because it was such a worldwide event. We don't often have events that are that worldwide, right? Um, and other times um, that things like this can happen is when things are going on in the world, especially if you're more tapped into them. And, you know, I know a few months before that, there was a lot of wildfires in Australia that I felt really felt the collective energy in that. I felt really consumed by that when there was um, there was like a lot of things going on in this current year in 2022 um, uh, going on in like Ottawa around people protesting, um, the mandates. Um, and I was really feeling that. And so I think it's sometimes really handy. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word for it, but really powerful to realize that sometimes the energy that you may be feeling might not be fully your own. And if you're an empathic person, you actually might be tapping into a collective energy. Because if, think about this, especially for the pandemic, if there is literally like, okay, let's be really generous and say maybe not everyone in the world was affected. And apparently there's officially 8 billion people in this world right now. Um, but, uh, but let's say there was a billion people weren't affected. I don't even know how that'd be possible. Let's say there's only 6 billion people affected by the pandemic. That is 6 billion people on this planet sending out vibrational frequencies of worry, anxiety, and like scarcity because it was a very uncertain time, right? We are going to pick up on that. Do you know what I mean? Even if something like the wildfires in Australia in 2020, even if 25 million people, let's say maybe not the entire country, maybe there's 5 million people that don't care. 20 million people are feeling the panic and the frustration of the wildfires. That is 20 million people sending out the vibrational frequency of worry and stress. 
that for some empathic people, especially if you have energetic ties to those places, can really affect you. Similar to the Roe versus Wade thing, similar to Black Lives Matter, right? We do get pulled in because um, we do get pulled in, right? Uh, because it matters to us, but we also can feel the energy of other people. And that's why I think in the not so positive way, we need to make sure that we have energetic boundaries so that we don't carry the weight that isn't always ours. And this ties deeper into guilt, right? Because sometimes we feel better about feeling anxious because it makes us feel like we can at least do something because we don't want to go on living our lives if there's other people struggling, right? Let that one sit with you. We make ourselves feel guilty or anxious because it makes us feel better about the situation that we can't do something in that moment. Mmm. Mmm. Right? How many of you, I see this in my, I love, I love my mom. Um, but I see this in my mom a lot. She loves to worry. I don't even think she'd know who she was if she wasn't worrying. Right? But it's like she feels kind of better about herself and her life because she's worrying about the bad things that could happen. Right? And so this is where we need to have some energetic boundaries for these certain situations. First, got to deal with that fact. Okay, what are the other things that I can do outside of worry and guilt? to help situations like this. Because if we think about it as well, from an energetic perspective, shame, guilt, fear, worry are contractive energies. If you actually want to do something positive for a worldwide situation where you're feeling the energy of, for example, the thing, uh, all of the protests going on with the women I ran, it's actually more productive for you to be in a state of love and light and send them love and light than for you to be in shame, contraction, and guilt, and fear. Because then you're just feeding into that frequency. Of course, people in those situations are going to feel that. Absolutely, absolutely the people that are going through war in the Ukraine are going to feel that. But us, as somebody who, you know, I'm guessing no one is listening to from the Ukraine or Iran right now, us sitting on the other side of the world, if you actually want to add something to somebody, if you actually want to make a difference, sending them love and light and peace and well wishes and protection, that is 1,000 times more powerful than just feeding into the guilt. Okay, so that is how those collective energies can really affect us in the not-so-positive ways. And so the things that we can do about it is sending the love and light, but also having the boundaries of ourselves. Sometimes we have to turn off the news. Sometimes you have to listen, right? But sometimes you got to turn it off. Sometimes you got to put up, you know, things like... Um, Oh my gosh, tourmaline, a really great black, uh, it's a black protective crystal. Tourmaline is really powerful. You can cover your room in white light. Really powerful. Okay, these are some things that we can do in the not so positive sense. But then in the positive sense, we're going to switch, we're going to switch gears. Um, this is also a really fun thing to play with, okay? Oh, and before I dive into this, I just had another little download. Um, and I might have said this on another podcast, but in, in a smaller way, one of the ways that I pick up on like the energies of the the collective, um, it's, it's not a horrible thing, but I feel this a lot when it comes to um, like long weekends and Friday nights and Sunday nights. I like... So I work for myself, you know, obviously. I make my own hours. It sounds so weird. Like, I don't even count the hours. I just do it. I'm like, I'm recording this on a Friday night right now. 
because this is what I love to do with my life. Um, like I genuinely love this. Um, and I, uh, but a, a few months ago, no, I think it was more than a year ago. I was having this really weird feeling and me and Luca were having this really weird feeling come over us every Sunday evening. And I'm like, why do I feel this way? And I realized that it was this feeling of like dread and this feeling of like anxiety about the coming week. But then reflecting on it, I was like, that's so weird because I actually, I actually have nothing to be like, I love what I do. I, I don't, I don't need to be anxious for Monday morning. Like I, I don't schedule anything on Monday morning at 9am. Like I, it's, it's just me that I got to show up for. So, and then I realized that I was tapping into a collective energy a collective energy that was like feeling anxious and worried about the week ahead because there was a lot of people that feel that way. Same thing on Friday evenings. I, every Friday evening, every Friday afternoon evening, I feel this like joyous thing come over me. I'm like, it's Friday again, Sunday, Sunday, what? It's, I'm like, which just makes me laugh because I'm like, I don't, like, I don't, I, have sacred Sundays and sometimes I work on Saturdays and do my own thing but it's like I don't have that like yay it's Friday Friday like but I feel this collective energy of people being so excited to get off work I even felt this like years and years ago and I was picking up on this it's like I don't know why like I'm not even a big drinker every Friday afternoon I just want to go for drinks every Friday afternoon me and Luca talk about it it's so weird <laughs> especially if it's a nice day it's like drinks we don't always do it but it's like I have that feeling of it because I feel like that's what people do that's a collective energy right and so we can also feel this way on like um, I get this a lot on long weekends again when you are an entrepreneur when you work for yourself there's no such thing as a long weekend <laughs> like it's just like what oh it's a public holiday I had no idea other than like you know it may be like uh, if you celebrate Christmas and stuff like that, but like you don't really, but I really feel the energy on, on, on those days as well. And so, you know, I find that in the positive way it can be really powerful to play on this, right? If it's not serving us, we get to block it out. But if we do like it, then we can kind of be in this energy of like, even if it's just closing your eyes and like, what does it feel like for me to kind of expand myself into this energy? How fun does it feel to kind of like, mm, swim in this field of this frequency? Mm, like, doesn't that feel exciting? Doesn't that feel like powerful? Oh, oof, that makes me, oof, that makes me excited. And so we can also use this on and play on this energy, right? And I feel this really hugely every year around New Year's Eve. I've always been a New Year's Eve girl. It's my favorite holiday, I would say, because it feels like it's not like a religious holiday and nothing. there's nothing wrong with religious holidays, but it, it does dissect people, right? There's some people that don't celebrate. There's a lot of people that don't celebrate Christmas. There's a lot of people that don't celebrate Hanukkah. There's a lot of people that don't celebrate Thanksgiving, right? And so it's not really like, I wouldn't say New Year's Eve is that controversial. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's not, and there's, you know, there's always going to be one person. We don't like New Year's Eve, but like relatively, it's not a very controversial. It's a new year. It's, it's exciting. You know, it's, I feel like I can blanket statement generalize. It's, you know, most people, some people think it's overrated. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that are excited for it. Right. And I find it so fun to play on that energy. Yeah, of course. It's just another day in the calendar switches over. Are you a new person when the new year comes? No, you're the same person a day older, but we can play in this energy. And this is why as well, to do a little tangent, 
every year um, I have decided for as long as I decide to do this is I have a little program called Envision. Um, and Envision, it's, you know, for, depends on the year. Last year was Envision 2022. Now it's Envision 2023. Next year will be Envision 2024. But really it is just a mini program. It's three parts where we dive into really reflecting on the year that has gone by in, in December. And really stepping into what is the vision and getting into energetic alignment with who we're wanting to be in the coming year. And it's such a fun and powerful program. And if you guys are wanting to join when this podcast is live, you can still jump in. Um, this will be the last day you can join for $88. Um, and the value, it, it will be up at 222 Um uh, right before so I highly suggest you get that this time and and it's you get it's over three um, weeks this year and you get a hypnosis with my partner you get lifetime access like it's just fucking incredible um and I, I just love this program so much and I highly highly suggest that you jump in if, if you are kind of like a goal setting person I don't fully like that word but I use that because people understand it um and so I'll put the link below if you guys want to enjoy it in vision um and it's a really great like low cost way to kind of get into my field and into my world um and uh yeah anyways and so I love to play with that energy of New Year's Eve and like how can I just make this feel exciting how can I just play into this energy of a fresh start a new beginning a new chapter a blank slate like how can I allow this to feel really good for me do you know what I mean and just it's almost like energetically opening yourself up to allowing that collective energy only filter, like almost having filter, like allowing the collective energy of joy to channel through and leaving behind any of the other energies behind. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's just a really cool thing to start to have awareness around collective energies. And so, for example, like I'm recording this technically on Black Friday um, and the, I feel the energy today. I really do. And I feel the energy today. It's like this weird, it's excitement, but also like a little bit of chaotic at the same time, like a little bit exhausting, but like exciting at the same time. And so I'm just like really noticing and, and kind of navigating this energy today as I'm like, walking through the day and noticing that, yeah, I feel like there's people that feel burnt out today by all the sales, by all the offers, by all the buying. But then on the same side, I also feel like there's people that, um, like are really excited because it's like purchasing things and in, in there's a way of purchasing things that are really exciting. It's really joyful. It brings, it's a dopamine hit. And so like, how could I play into that? Even if you have a business, like it's really fun, fun. It's really fun to play into those energies as well. And just allow yourself to kind of navigate the field and know when you can allow collective energies to support you and when you can make sure that the collective energies um, don't like hold you back. Do you know what I mean? Um, and... Uh, I hope that this, this is making sense for you guys. And I hope that this is like resonating and hitting. And, you know, my intention is this with giving you guys kind of this like observation that I have noticed in my life is more for you to use it in a way that benefits you. Because I think that for a long time, I didn't realize how I was allowing collective energies to drain me when I didn't need to be drained. Right. And so for my empathic people out there, I want you guys to know that sometimes the feelings that you feel are, are not always your own. You know, well, many times they are, right? But sometimes they're not. And this is where it's good to 
have boundaries and as an empathic person and allow yourself to open up to the joyful energies because there's good things about being empathic as well. Me, Danielle Kettlewell, goes to watch a musical since the age of freaking eight years old. I think it's the most beautiful thing in the world. I just cry my entire eyes out. I feel like my entire body is transported into the storyline of the musical and it feels like my life. And when the couple happily ends up together, I feel like I have won the lottery. That is the collective energy that I pick up on, right? <laughs> cry my eyes out and joy. And then I walk away. I'm like, holy shit, that wasn't my life. Okay, let's just like come back to what is my reality. And so my little tips as navigating tapping in and tapping out of the collective energy as an empathic person and using it in your favor. Um, I hope this has helped you. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this little download that I wanted to share. Um, and my reminder, I would love to see you guys in Envision if it aligns with you. If you've been a loyal listener to the podcast, if you're not already in there, um, definitely jump in. I love um, that so many of you guys listen to this, but I also like, I, I just my true love, my, not, like, I just love when I see your faces in my programs, um, because I know that that's where the, like the real, real deep change comes from. So if you ever have the chance uh, to jump in, it just makes me so happy and joyful because I know that I get to know you and I get to truly impact your life. Even though this podcast is smashingly amazing. So my loves have a beautiful day. I hope you enjoyed this and I'll see you next time. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied, cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>